0: these students are coming to you from AWR Ghana voice of hope with you in mind we have programs such as bible verses recitals story time singing and many many more just for you stay
1: tuned my soul, the greatness of the Lord. Rejoice, re- rejoice in God my prayer. she Humble as she humble as she humble as she for from For from these days, for these days All generations so call me black So wonderfully, I see dealt with me
0: i am 10 years old my memory verse is taken from 1 john chapter 9 verse 1 1 john chapter 9 verse 1 if you confess your sins he is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness thank you my name is natalia jenny botte i am 11 years old My memory verse is taken from Psalm 119, verse 1 and 2. Blessed are those whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the word of the Lord. Amen. My name is Audrey Mameyabwa Juma. I am 8 years old. My memory verse is taken from Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Amen. My name is Najma Seto Akutu. I am nine years old. My memory verse is taken from Psalm 37. Psalm 37. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? My name is Lesonao Albokai. I am seven years old. My memory verse is taken from Acts 431. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke of the word of God boldly Amen. My name is Lodina Ojo. I am nine years old. My memory verse is taken from Isaiah chapter 45, verse 18 to 19. For that is the Lord who created the heavens, who is God, who formed the earth and made it, who has established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is no other God. I have not spoken in secret, in a dark place of the earth. I did not say to the seed of Jacob, Seek me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. Amen. My name is Angela Collins. I am seven years old. My main verse is taken from Galatians 2 verse twenty. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Amen. My name is Kofi 19. I am 7 years old. My memory verse is taken from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse fifteen to 18. With joy so pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. In Christ, this is for you. Amen.
2: Welcome to story time. Today we shall also enter another exciting story, which is entitled Only the Best for the Glory of God. The period of Solomon's reign was quite different from that of King David. The people were no longer being attacked by the dreadful Philistines and were living in abundant peace and prosperity. With the wisdom that God had given him, he surrounded himself with admirers and friends so that even though he had a powerful army, no wars were waged, nor were there conflicts with neighboring countries. In this way, God had planned it such that he was able to devote his time and energy solely to building God's temple, which his father, with God's help, had planned and drawn up. When Solomon was going over the temple plans, he realized that he would need more wood in order to complete the construction. So he requested help from Ken Hiram of Tyre, who was a very good friend of King David in times of wood. Solomon sent a message to Hiram asking for precious cedar and cypress wood, which grew only in the mountains of Lebanon, and he offered an appropriate and just reward for the Lebanese workers who would the trees. Hiram was very pleased with Solomon's message and promised that he would give him as much wood as he needed for his construction project. His workers felled the trees, transported the logs to the sea, bound them onto rafts, and guided them along the coast to their destination. Solomon sent thousands of craftsmen from Israel to Lebanon to help the workers. In addition, he sent flour and oil for Kinhera. In spite of that, this difficult job lasted several years. Additionally, large slabs of rock had to be quarried for the foundation walls of the temple so the walls would stand firm and strong. It took thousands of men, mostly stone breakers and rock bearers, to do this job alone. Despite the grueling way, all the people were excited to see the building materials pile up higher and higher and higher. They were really pleased that the house was being built for God. It took Solomon four years to gather all the building materials together. The preparations took a long time because each individual stone, beam and piece of metal was hewn, cast and shaped outside the city so as to prevent noise from being created at the construction site. As soon as the materials were ready for use, they were brought to the construction site, which had to be a silent calm place where people would feel at ease with God. Solomon considered it inappropriate to construct it with a great deal of noise and the shouts of workers. As stone blocks were laid one on top of another, the walls of the temple grew higher and higher. The temple was to be twice as large and enormous as the tabernacle that Moses had built in the desert. It had an entrance hall for the people, a main building in which the priests were to carry out their daily duties, and a very special room called the Most Holy Place or the Holy of Holies. This could be entered only once a year by the high priest, for that was where the Ark of the Covenant with the Ten Commandments would be placed. The inside of the solid quarry stone walls were lined with precious cedar wood into which many beautiful and artistic designs had been carved. The floors were laid with cypress wood, and the walls, beams, and doors were covered with gold leaf. In the main room, there was a gold-plated altar, a gold-plated table for the showbread, and ten golden candlesticks. Whenever the candles were lighted and burning, the flickering flames reflected brilliantly against the gold-plated walls and accessories and illuminated everything. It took seven years to complete the construction of the beautiful temple, but it was worth the wait, as the job was done to perfection. Soon the temple would be known for being one of the most beautiful buildings in the world, but it still had to be inaugurated. Solomon and all Israelite believers wondered the same thing. Would God accept it as his holy temple, just as he had accepted the holy tents called the Tabernacle back in the desert? Without the wisdom that God gave Solomon, it would surely have been a very difficult task to build such a marvelous temple. Listener, a very great lesson that can be drawn here is that peace and prosperity and devotion to God can bring us many benefits, as it gave King Solomon the peace of mind to be able to concentrate on solely building the temple. Also, he learned many values that helped him in other great undertakings. For now, listener, it's bye-bye.
0: To contact us, write to Adventist World Radio, Ghana, Valley University, P.O. Box, AF595, Adenta, Accra, Ghana. Or call us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-208-704-532 or email us at Radio at VVU dot Oh,
3: be careful, little eyes what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see We'll be careful For the Father up above Is looking down with love We'll be
4: careful, very careful, what we see
3: Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear We'll
4: be careful
3: Oh, be careful, little ears what you hear will be careful For the Father up above Is looking down with love
5: We'll be careful, very careful What we hear
3: Oh, be careful, little tongue What you say We'll
4: be careful
3: Oh, be careful, little tongue What you say We'll be careful For the Father up above is looking down with love.
5: We'll be careful, very careful what we say.
3: Oh, be careful, little hands, what you do.
4: We'll be careful.
3: Oh, be careful, little hands, what you do. the Father up above Is looking down with love
4: will be careful there.
6: The moment of truth. My name is Daniel Abbey. And the title of my sermon is Give Me That Old Time Religion. The scripture text is taken from Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. And I read. And Daniel purposed in his heart that he will not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of the Enoch's that he might not defile himself. This was a moment for somebody, a slave. Who has gotten opportunity to eat from the king's kitchen to stand firm and tell himself, I will not do this to defile myself. I am looking at a modern day Christian comparing to that old time people. A modern day Joseph will tell himself, it is an opportunity that I have gotten so I will not escape this opportunity in fact there is nobody here to help me there is nobody here that I can count on so if the wife of Potiphar is giving in to me I think I will go all out thinking of himself first but Joseph stood for the right If Joseph had given in to Potiphar's wife's temptation, his blessings would have been stacked under Potiphar's roof. Consider a modern-day Daniel. A modern-day Daniel would have said, Oh, this is a privilege, and I will take this privilege. Because among all my friends that were carried into captivity, we have gotten the opportunity to eat the same food with the king and a modern-day man a modern-day Christian would have taken this opportunity eating whatever he will be given and then come to church and give a testimony that he has gotten an opportunity to have a dinner with the president take a modern-day Esther A modern day Esther would have said, I will not go because if I go and die, people would say I am the fool for giving in. So a modern day Esther would have sat down without going out to share, without going out. To save her people. Take a modern day Moses for instance. A modern day Moses would have spent all his time in Pharaoh's palace. A modern day Moses wouldn't have said I would have loved to be with God's people than to suffer. Today, what kind of person are you? What kind of Christian are you? Are you a modern-day Christian? Or are you counting on the old-time religion, which was good for Paul, who was in prison for the sake of the gospel? Take a modern-day Paul, for instance. He would have told himself, I'm a consultant. I will sit back for people to come to me instead of me going to share the good news. We have seen a lot of modern-day pastors who will boast, who will rise up, who will stand above the church members. Instead of the shepherd feeding the flock, the flocks are now feeding the shepherds. That is the modern-day man. Today, I entreat you to choose wisely. Take the old-time religion. If Daniel could purpose in his heart that he would not defile himself. If Joseph could stand and say, I will not do this against the will of my heavenly father. If Esther told herself, I will go to the king and if I perish, I perish. If Moses says, I will rather suffer an affliction, with the children of God, than to sit at Pharaoh's palace, then what are you doing to? Will you give your life to this world and perish for a shorter moment than to live with the people of God and have eternal life? I have decided to think I will go by the old time religion. I will choose what God wants me to. I will live by his word, I will stand for the right though the heaven falls, and it is time for you to also do the same. God will bless you if you stand for the right. Live like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, stood for the right. They say, O king, we will not bow, whatever will happen, should happen. Brethren, today I am entreating you, the love of God is amazed. The old time religion goes for you and me. If it was good for Paul and Silas, if it was good for Daniel the prophet, if it was good for Esther, if it was good for Joseph, if it was good for Peter, John, James, and all the disciples, it is good for you today too. If you can stand for it, don't look at what you are enjoying now. Don't look at the same pleasure that you are going in today. Look unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith, who has promised you, I'm going, and I will come again and receive you unto my life, my kingdom, that where I am, that you may also be. I am telling you today, he loves you so much. That is why he gave it all. If you will totally give to him, and choose the old-time religion, and forego this modern-day religion, which is full of uncertainty, which is full of easy ways, and go through the narrow way, you will be a victor. You will know that you have been blessed by choosing the narrow way. Though it is not easy, but that is what God is counting on you to do. I am giving in all and I want to choose the narrow way and I entreat you to also do the same and if you do that, eternal life is assured. God bless you. This is the moment of truth and God is counting on you. Choose the truth. Never go away from the truth. Stay with it. Live with it and God will bless you and God will reward you. God bless you. My name is Daniel Abbey. Amen.
0: To contact us, write to Adventist World Radio, Ghana, Valley University, P.O. Box, AF595, Adenta, Accra, Ghana. Or call us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-208-704-532 or email us at Radio at VVU dot E-D-U dot G-H. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, to contact us, write to Adventist World Radio, Ghana, Valley University, P.O. Box, A.F. 595, Adenta, Accra, Ghana. Or call us on plus two three 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 zero seven. 233 307 zero five one zero five eight or plus two three three two zero eight seven zero four five three two or email us at radio at VVU